All right, welcome to the Mogul Network, episode three. I'm Kwame, and Jay Weary, she's not here today because she is on vacation, uh, but she'll be here soon. She'll be back soon. And today we have Chuck. How you doing today, brother? My God, I'm doing pretty good, man. What's going on with you? Man, everything, everything. And first and foremost, man, appreciate you guys for letting me come through and, 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 and check out your platform. It's definitely something that... Well, really, the world need to see. So, you know, um, well, not just me, but just you guys, you know, podcasts and things like that. So, definitely, first and foremost, first and foremost, want to definitely, uh, you know, send you guys my blessings and, and hope to see more of what you guys are I doing. Appreciate that, man. Right. Definitely appreciate that. So, I remember uh, meeting you maybe in April. Maybe we met at like a uh, open mic jam session um, downtown Atlanta, and um, I remember I introduced myself. <laughs> but I was wrong, so uh, can you tell them actually what you do in the city and stuff? Yeah, so uh, it's funny, man, because I get that all the time. Like, like, you know, me being a young black dude, you know, the first time people ask you, you know, hey, look what you do, and you say, I match yours. Like you said, I get the same thing. Like, oh, can you match me? I got a CD coming out. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not that type of, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't manage, I don't represent that type of artist. So what I do, uh, I'm pretty much a, a, a representative of visual artists um uh, canvas 5550 that's the company i founded a few months back um it's a uh, digital digital art gallery and uh artist agency um so pretty much to make a long story short i am a art dealer yeah um can you touch on because that's actually pretty cool by the way that blew my mind too when you told me that um how how did you get into that and you know what made you It's funny, but like art kind of saved my life in a way, and, it, and it's something that I've been around forever. Like I tell people, I can't draw a paint, a stick figure, do anything. But what happened was my older brother, um, he actually was an artist. So growing up, you know, nine, ten years old, you know, I'm outside playing basketball and, you know, <laughs> sports, whatever. My, my oldest, oldest brother, he outside, you know, in the streets doing whatever. But my other brother, who was an artist, uh, he pretty much was in the house in the garage doing murals inside the house uh, at like 12 years old. You know, we watching Bob Ross late at night. He recording all Bob Ross uh, series and things like that. And um, and so what happened was, you know, he pretty much introduced me to it. So I always been around him my whole life. And then as I got older, uh, he kind of stepped away from it. And what happened was, I just that that passion still was there. And doing a tough time in my life. Like, you know, just like everybody do. Everybody, you know, have, have those type of situations, like um, tough um, tough situations or whatever, a little depression or whatever. So it's like the art really saved my life. Like, like it, art is more than what people think. You know what I'm saying? It, it, helps, you get, it helps you get more clarity on, you know, whatever situation you're going on uh, in your life, uh, just life period. So that pretty much... It just led to me just having this this burning passion for it. And then when you have a passion for something, sometimes you just, what I've been knowing, that you start to self-educate yourself. <laughs> and so once I started self-educate myself, a lot of my creative homies, like whether they're tattoo artists or, or real traditional artists, whether music artists and things like that, or even some of them were painters and things. So I'll go around them uh, and... 
they were pretty much just like blown away by the knowledge that I had about the arts. And they were like, well, hold on, wait a minute. Like, how do you know so much about art? I do it, but you know everything about artists, uh, art, whether it's, you know, the, the type of mediums or the type of um, art shows, art exhibits, and things like that. So they were like, can you manage me? Can you do this and can you do that? And I always kept saying, I was like, no, no, I don't want to do it. Or, I don't, I, or if I do it, it has to be done a certain way. So I kept just putting it off until the next thing you know, you know, just, I just, they just came up with, came with an idea and just ran with it. One thing I want to know, because um, being in Atlanta, we know about the music scene, how mainstream that is, but not, um, I want to say not known as much, but more so not represented to the media being the media in the media. Can you talk about the art scene in Atlanta? Because it's really, really big um, from what I know and see around the city. Like I know you talk about yeah. it is out here. It's like, like, art has always been around in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It's, it was more so like on, on kind of like underground, like like a, a certain clique. You had to be a certain type of person to, you know, be invited to these art shows or even, even you know, hear about them and things like that. But I say um, over the last maybe three or four years, um, the creative scene altogether in Atlanta, to me, has become the forefront versus the more so the music scene. I think that kind of took a little back seat now. Because I think now people realizing how how creative they are. Number one, like wait, I could do more than just music. I could I could draw myself. I could do you know pictures or whatever. So so I think people are starting to tap into that more, and um and people just starting to it with all these creative people or, or the people who've been around for so long in Atlanta who've been doing art. They're finding new ways to like introduce it to a newer generation or reintroduce reintroduce it to the existing. Demographic that they were that they were used to catering to. Um, um, for example, you have um, people such as um, my Bailey, who's been like, man, he's been like, he's been a, a like kind of like the godfather of art culture in Atlanta, as far as you know, African American artists. Or you have um, people like um, Tyree from Art Atlanta Gallery. Um, you have um, people such as the Zuka Gallery, uh, which is a, a black-owned gallery. Um, so it's so many, it's so many people who've been doing the art for so long. Like I say, just been finding different ways to reinvent it, and including myself. Like I say, just getting inspired from them and, and, and wanting to do my part as far as um, preserving the essence of, of the art and then you know taking it to, to different levels. So it definitely, it definitely has grown. Yeah, um, yeah, I it definitely has grown. How does like an artist? Um, how do they get their art seen, or you know, or seen to the right person? I know mm-hmm. we're talking about a little bit off camera about a lot of artists are not represented as well because they haven't necessarily connected with the right person. How does an artist get seen? Or how do they even sell their art and stuff like that? To, you know, start getting people to work? Well, number one, as far as being seen, just be consistent. Like be consistent, and you gotta step outside the box a little bit. When I say be consistent, meaning like, let's say if you come down here, you new to Atlanta, and you don't know nobody, you could use social media as 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 your 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 engine to kind of get started. Meaning, um, like I said, just keep consistently doing your work, posting it. 
somebody's gonna see it. I always tell everybody, <laughs> like people will see it. Like it, it may take a little minute, yeah. but somebody's gonna see it, and then that person that sees it, they may be the be the you know the person that really get it going as far as they may they may start introducing you to say, hey, look, it's a show going on here. Submit your stuff, or it's an exhibit. Submit your stuff and things like that. And then before you know it. You just started like just surround yourself you you into the culture you, you you insert yourself into the culture and then like i said it's art shows and art exhibits all the time in atlanta now the thing is you have to submit your stuff and you know hopefully <laughs> hopefully they're they're um they're pretty much you know accept your things like that but the main thing is keep submitting keep posting keep doing your work and eventually you're gonna get that yes or even even if you don't people will will recognize you and then put you up under their wing and they'll like um they're pretty much mental you into, until you're ready to, you know, get accepted or get representation by an art gallery or, or one into exhibit or something like that. It's just all about consistency, man. Just, just don't, don't stop and, and trust me, it'll, it'll find you. It'll find you. Yeah. Um, do you think like an artist needs an art manager? Like you said, a lot of artists don't know the business side. They draw, but they don't know the business side. So maybe they should have somebody. Um, it's a small portion of them that don't need representation. And the reason I say because just based on my research and then just knowing a lot of artists and things like that, artists they just want to do their crap. They don't. They <laughs> they block themselves out and they just want to do their work. They want to lock into whatever studio they, they have, whether it may be their basement or, you know, if, they, if they're a photographer, maybe, you know, a certain area or whatever they want to just shoot at, they just want to lock in and worry about nothing else. Because at first, when I first started, I had doubts. I was like, well, nobody, you know, they don't need me or whatever, whatever. But then I just, people just started approaching me like, hey, man, can you help me? I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. Or like, like I said, they were just impressed by what I knew. And they were like, man, look, I don't want to do that. Like, can you help me? I need you to do that. Like, they literally told me, like, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a situation where I don't know how to do that. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I just pretty much want to work on my craft and and just put everything I have into my craft, which is that piece of art, um, um, whether maybe the canvas or or, or the um, the picture film, or whatever. So, it's it's I'll say, you know, a large part of our community needs some type of representation to kind of help balance them out. But now you, you may have a few gems in there. They they know yeah. they got the full package. <laughs> they got the business side and they you know they and they um and they and they uh, got the you know the, the crib side together. So you know I definitely say a large part of them do need some type of representation to get further. I agree. Uh, I know sometimes you may not want to do the dirty work, so sometimes mm-hmm. it's better to have somebody more knowledgeable on the subject matter or maybe an area that we don't have that much knowledge about. So sometimes. Uh, talk about your first event. Um, I know when you felt like things were going in the right direction for you. Because I know you talked a little bit and you uh-huh. said you didn't know where it was going to go. So talk about you know, first yeah. event, that moment when you knew, okay, this was going, I'm headed in the right direction. Yeah, so um, in conjunction with Canvas 5550, I also uh, curated my own art exhibits or whatever, which is under, under the umbrella of uh, Artist Secrets uh, Atlanta. And so what they were, like I said, the exhibits, like I kind of explained you off, off air a little bit, um, exhibits are a little bit different than shows. 
Um, even though some people, you know, they may argue with me on that. But <laughs> me, exhibits are more intimate. You really get to see and understand and connect with the artists in their work more. Uh, versus show, you got a lot going on. It's about a me and one artist in there. You know, stop top to bottom with artwork and things like that. You got vendors all over the place. That really wasn't my style. Um, so I had my first one um, around um, August of last year or whatever. And it definitely was, from the outside looking in, it was success because of the fact that the amount of people that were there. Now, me having a passion I have for the art and understanding, you know, the position that I am, I'm in and, and the position that, that I put the artist in, you know, my definition of success was if I sold a piece or not. So my first show, I didn't sell anything. Um, I didn't really, I didn't get discouraged with it. I just, I just kind of just kept it going. Went However, um, yeah, went back to the drawing board and uh, revamped some things. And so my second, my second uh, show, that actually was the one that kind of was like gave me confirmation. Like, okay, I got something. I can't give up with this. Like, like you know, if I didn't, if I didn't have the drive before, like this definitely is is giving me the drive and the energy to really like take this to the next level. Um, so I was blessed with to know to know uh, my little bro. I, I call my little bro now, uh, Chris Kinsley. He's an artist. I mean, he's an actual photographer. Well, I'm gonna call him an artist because photography definitely is art. But uh, so he's he's a he's a uh, photographer artist. So um, he I knew him from just when I used to do creative directing work and style work and things like that in the past. And so I had an idea for a photography exhibit. Just all photography, because I felt like at the time I felt like photography was kind of getting lost with, with in the art world or whatever, in, in, the, in the regular you know paint canvas things like that. So I told him I was like, hey, you know, trust me on something. You know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. You know, I don't know what I'm doing, but hey, look, you know, just give me a shot, yeah. give me a shot. And so he was at the time he um, he had an issue with his car and he was saving us some money. He was like, hey, look, Chuck. Thank you for the opportunity. I got this amount of money, man. I'll save it for my car. You know, I can't. Well, no, he actually asked me, you know, do I need to put any money on the show? I'm like, no, you don't have to put any, any money on the show. I got that. I just need you to put the money in the presentation of your work. That's another thing that's key. A lot of people don't want to do that. It's like, hey, look, you could get whatever you want for a painting, but you have to present it in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? For your piece of art, you have to present it. Presentation is everything. So, you know, I stress that in others didn't believe me he believed me he was like hey look i understand i understand so i'm gonna go ahead and put everything i got into this now a shock to both of us we thought photography was so cut and dry so easy like we're printing out the print out the work whatever we thought you know the frames and whatever we thought that that was gonna be so easy so no that was like the hardest week two weeks of, of, <laughs> our, of both our lives so we were like running around our whole entire city like i said at the time he didn't he his car was down and so so like we were just running around a whole entire city you know um and so i've seen him spend so much money and like i said a span of you know a couple of days or a week or whatever but he didn't complain at all he just he just kind of like was like i'm gonna trust chuck you know you got me you give me this opportunity this is my first situation ever so he trusted me and so um the day of the event it was crazy. It was real crazy. Nerves like, and yeah, stuff it was, like that. It was. It was really more so me trying to keep him calm. Gotcha. Like, that's another thing about an art dealer. Like you got to keep the artist like real calm and cool. Uh, 
um, and, 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 and keep their confidence up. Like, let them know, hey, look, you know, I know you got a little, you know, block right now, create a block right now, but keep going. You got it. You got the juice. Just keep going. Don't give up. Don't give up. So that's another thing. I, I get calls all the time. You know, I, hell, I got a call last night at 2 o'clock in the morning from one of the artists I represent about a submission and, and anxious yeah anxious and all this other <laughs> stuff so it's that's, that's another another part of the another aspect of, of what I do on the job title but uh so I had to keep him calm we had things falling off or, or and, and artists they real really really like they pick you about how they want this song where it wants position it can't be off a centimeter nothing <laughs> so I had to keep him calm one of the pitches fell. He, oh my, he almost lost everything. He was like, oh my God, I was like, what's going on? They messed up everything. So I had to keep him calm and things like that. And so, um, just to get a little backstory about the behind the scenes stuff that people don't see. So, um, we got everything hung up just in just the nick of time before people started to come. I don't know why people started to, people, this one time people wanted to be yeah. there. So it was, it was crazy. So people that super duper early waited at the door and things like that. So we got everything, um, Got everything finalized and everything up. Everything looked beautiful. But the thing that kind of got me and, and which they really like resonated with me and like really connected me more to my artists and just to the artists and the crowds, period, was the fact that, like I said, you got this dude, which is my artist Chris at the time, never did anything. Like never, you know, you know, he, I don't think he did was, you know, take pictures and stuff, but he never like, said hey look I want to put this out for sale or whatever whatever and um so he believed in me and you know we had like I said about 22 20 22 or 25 pictures just up and I joke with people all the time because like I said his family came you know your family come to your event I'm, I'm gonna expect you know your mom's they're gonna support you, they gonna support like you. They gonna, yeah. so I knew I was gonna I knew I was gonna <laughs> sell you know two or three you know gotcha. two or three at the most but then, like, out of nowhere, it was just, like, I was getting pulled in every direction. Like, people were, like, and it were all types of people, like, you know, black, white, all type of age groups and everything. And, and they were just, like, I want this, I want that, I want that, I want that. And we were just, like, whoa, like, are you serious? And it, it's crazy because he, his confidence was, like, man, I don't know if they're going to like this. They're not going to understand it. Um, and it's so funny because when we, um, when we went through putting the show and everything together, you know, I, I was like, hey, look, let's sit down and let's, let me look at your catalog. Let me see what you got. He was like, I thought he was a, this, a certain type of way of photographer. When he showed me his catalog and everything, and I was like, oh, you, I didn't know you, could, you you were doing this and all this other stuff. So he was like, yeah, you know, you think they're going to like it? You think they're going to do this? I'm like, trust me, they're going to like it. And my mind, I'm like, oh, shit. I don't, <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, so, so he trusted me and, and, that was how I, I measured my success. You know, not the not the amount of people that came. You know, that's that's great. Don't get me wrong. I, I take that blessing. You know, if, to have all the people in there. But um, for for us to put all that hard work in and to really get a return and to see him, you know, just so happy and just so shocked and that that right there was just everything to me. That was like worth a million dollars just to see him. You know, he the end like I said he don't really talk that much right. but you know for him to get up and give a speech and thank everybody and everybody there just cried around him really celebrating you know in his accomplishment and things like that around the stuff that we put up on the wall that was amazing so once that happened that was definitely like I was already in the process of, 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 of 
launching the campus 5550, but just like every business owner know, you got that period of time where you're doubting yourself and things right. like that. Right. So that right there, once I did that, once I seen, you know, him um, in that situation, like just, just prosper like he did so quickly, it was like, okay, now nah, I, I got something here. I'm obligated to this now. Like, 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 I'm, I'm way deep, deep connected with it because the joy that I brought him and the joy that I, that I brought the people who, who purchased his art, that was like everything. Like, it's, that's something that people don't understand. Like, I, I tell people all the time, like, you got to look past, when you go to look at art or whatever, look past that price tag. It's right. deeper than that price tag. Like people ask me all the time, or, or or when I did have some of the shows, they um they'll look at the price, and well, some of them was the, the people who are really freshly into the art or whatever. They'll look at the price, and so it's that much. I mean, and I tell I tell them all the time, like, look, if you sit down with an artist, every art piece is underpriced because of the fact that you're getting some like a piece of them, and they put so much time. They put so much time every yeah. night. We're not even talking about. The material that that's exit out the material for a second. What we're talking about as far as you know the connection, the spiritual connection, the mental connection, the the physical connection that got to this piece. You right. get what I'm saying? So it's like technically you getting a steal for whatever <laughs> price it is because it's like it's. I know some artists they like. I go to um I go to some some artist showrooms or, or studios or whatever um or just some of my homies that do art or whatever and they send me something or I see something else I'm like look bro, let me. Get this. This is the dopest thing you ever did. I don't want to sell it. Like no, I don't. I don't want to sell it. I'm, this is me. I don't want to. Only way I said if I get a million dollars for it. And they they're dead serious about it. You know what I'm saying? Like I sent um, dealing with or working with my brother. We're well, not working with my brother, but seeing my brother, um, his his mind frame as an artist. At first, it was irritating when I was younger. I didn't understand, but but then now I appreciate it. Artists they 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 speak their own language. They they run by a totally different code. They don't, money doesn't motivate them. Like, money doesn't motivate them. Don't get me wrong, they want money, but as far as to say, hey, I got 5,000, can you run and do this? I only, I'm only gonna do it if I feel like doing it. If I feel like doing it, and if it's something I wanna do, then I'll do it. Um, so that's that's what I love and admire about artists, is like, they really just, just march by their own, you know? Like, it's like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't care who you are. Care if you on this show, I don't care if you this athlete. If I don't feel right with it, I'm not gonna do it. So um, that's something I definitely admire about uh, about the creative people here. And I, I think um, with creators, we all go through that period where you doubt ourselves because you're our own biggest critic. Yeah. So you serving as that bridge to that medium where, okay, you know, like what you're doing is actually really dope. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that builds a lot of confidence. In that. So it's really cool what you do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that's that's. That's that's a big thing, man. It's, it's like I say with everybody. Like everybody needs that that confirmation, or just to hear that second voice. Like, look, don't 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 wait for other people to validate how dope you are. Right. Like you got it. Like <laughs> you got the idea, man. You got it. I mean, you you start right there. Long, you got the idea in your head. That con- that confirms that you're already dope. So go ahead and just put the put forth the action. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's what I try to tell all my artists. It's like, look, and, that, and that's it's so crazy because. That's the beauty about art. That's the thing that, that kind of got me when it came to art, period, is the fact that you could have something, at first first glance, you could look and be like, oh, that's ugly. But then when you really kind of just sit there and like just kind of like really let that piece just take you in, you 
because you realize like nah it's not really it's actually dope on the low it's just the way I was looking at it and I kind of equate that to to life like um like I how I alluded to earlier as far as how I kind of saved my life a little bit it was like at one point I was like man I got the most ugliest craziest disastrous life but then it was just the way I was looking at it it's like nah wait a minute let me take a step back <laughs> like nah my life is actually pretty dope yeah. you know what I'm saying just the way others, yeah, exactly it's just, it was just like I was just I was just looking at it you know just all the wrong you know the wrong way or whatever so that's the kind of thing with art it's like I literally seen you know a dot on the canvas go for twenty something thousand dollars I didn't sell it personally I mean I wish but, you know, <laughs> but I will but I seen that um, and it kind of just makes you make you think like man look is is your life no matter what you're going through is dope it's just the way you're looking at it at the time you know what i'm saying like it is it, 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 you position it right you make a little move here move there your life is really beautiful you know what I'm yeah it's, it's really beautiful so um so it, it's, it's it's just dope man like i said a lot of people a lot of artists don't understand that so i i, I play a position as far as like really kind of coach them through that like look Yeah, we definitely need that. I mean, I go to conference with somebody. Like, I know I've gone through bad times or I've doubted myself in my past. I just plan to show you, like, oh, what you do is dope. How do you go about um, determining which artists to pick, you know, to bring under, mm-hmm. you know, your company and how to manage them and stuff like that? It's, it's a couple of different factors. Number one, I really just want to make sure that your, that your work is dope. Like and and when I say dope, meaning that um, it's the original concept, um, definitely no type of biting or copying. Yeah, you can get inspiration, you know, from artists, but it's it's a fine line between getting inspiration from other artists or, or whatever and just copying their style. Um, and then number two is just it's just the type of person you are. I'm a real observative type of person, so so I may watch an artist for quite some time, whether it may be on social media. Or if I know they, if they doing a show, or if I know more than likely, hey, look, or if I see them at a show, I'm gonna see how they interact with people, see who type of person I see, what type two, see what people are saying about them, um, and also just to see how hard they work. Like, like they don't have to be an already established artist, but I need to see do you take your craft serious. Is it something that you just want? That you just kind of just doing this for, just for kicks and you know, just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or is it something like you taking your craft seriously? You really want to like see how far this thing can go. Um, I don't, I don't do the popularity contest thing. I, I know, a lot, I know some people they do that. Uh, I don't restrict myself to only deal with a certain genre art, a certain style of art. I know some, some places or some galleries they say, hey, look, I don't want to deal with this type of uh, art medium, like as far as like the style they do, whether it's pop art. Art things like that. I just pretty much tell people, like, look, if it's dope, it's dope. And if you present it, if if it's presented right, I definitely want to want to take that on and try to um and try to get it out there to the collection. So that's pretty much my process. Um, 
And then with me, I pretty much um like I said, I'm, I'm a I'm a real big on you know just just having good energy. Yeah. So I'm a, we're gonna sit down and, and I'm gonna just try to get to know you. And I tell people I don't work with everybody. Like I learned that a while back. Like I don't work with everybody. Like I don't care. You know, even you can have the dopest pieces ever. But Do you go through that too, like where you have to kind of somebody wants to work with you and it's just like nah, like you have to kind of turn them down. Oh um, yeah, I do, I do, I do. Um, it's it's rare though, cause I think now people kind of know, people know okay not to approach me with certain things. Right. Um, like I'm not one of those people, you know, I'm not a cop chaser, whatever. I don't <laughs> care, you know, what you got or who you sold to, whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, it, it's rare, but it does happen. It does. We we in Atlanta, unfortunately. It's so, I mean, fortunately, but unfortunately, you know, we're in Atlanta, so it is a little, you know, it's, a, it's some, you know, finessing going on and people. You know, take this whole Hollywood thing, you know, to the max. But I let people know, you know, I'm, so I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not easy to impress. Like, it's like I've been, a, people think I'm younger than what I am because I don't have, you know, the face and everything like that. She's like 22. Yeah, no. <laughs> like I tell you, I'm, I'm 33 and they shock. But it's like, but I say that to say it's like I've been around, you know, I've been around a block. I've seen a lot of things, so it's like I'm not easy, easily impressed. So it's like, you know, the name dropper stuff and all the extra stuff. street like street artists or whatever. Yeah, graffiti. Yeah, and so people people at first they were like, oh, that's ugly. I don't <laughs> get it. It's, it's whatever, whatever. But it took one person with some money who said, hey look, I love your art. Let me let me just put together something for you. Next thing you know, they presented it right in the right situation. That's why I tell people it's like it's all about how you how you present yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what my um my forte is as, as far as sitting down with these artists and say, hey look something dope. Right. You just haven't came across that one person. And if you stay consistent, 
consistent, stay true to what you got going on. Don't worry about don't worry about what everybody whatever other artist has going on or or are saying to yourself, well, they doing this thing. Everybody is it's it, I need to switch it up to their side. No, you got you have something though. Just stick to it. Stay in your lane and just and just become a master of that and just keep going, man. And keep going like I said. It may not come tomorrow, it may not come, you know, the next day, you know, a couple likes will come here and a couple likes will come there, maybe a comment there, but I guarantee you eventually you stay consistent. say that a lot because I'm big on the, you know, the metaphors and, and sayings and quotes from different books and movies and all that stuff, but um, that was something that kind of like when I thought about it, you know, as a kid when you hear it, it's like, what? Like, yeah. You talk about yeah, it, like, okay. <laughs> but then as you get older, you go through life experiences, certain things you remember from your childhood, it makes sense now. So that was something that kind of like made sense. It was like, a lot of times when you start a business, I mean, if you're an artist or whatever, a lot of times you start a business, so... Is, or you worry about the wrong thing, you worry about do I got all the pieces to make this happen? Do I have the right education to make this happen? Um, are people gonna, you know, love what I got going on? Do I have the right following? I don't have a million followers, so they're not gonna mess with me. Or, um, or if I copy this person, they got the same thing I'm, I'm doing or whatever. No, like just, just, just don't worry about anything. Block everything out and just know that if you build it, they'll come. Meaning that focus on, focus on a presentation. Of, of what you're trying to do, making sure that everything's right. Now, with that, I'm not gonna lie. Like it's a constant, it's a constant thing. Like when you, when, when it comes to presentation, or whatever, or or, or or your business, whatever, it's always ways to do things better. Right. But it is like when you first start off, you definitely want to make sure it's presented in the right way. You know what I'm saying? Now, once you once you have everything wrong, I mean, up and running, you definitely want to always challenge yourself to to, to level up. You know, to make a make a long story short. Um, but like I said, if you build it right, if you commit to it 100%, and like I said, everything else, block everything else else out, it's going to start to come to you. It's work out. Exactly, exactly, exactly. It's going to work out. Like I said, it's definitely going to work out. Like, I'm definitely, I'm not a big, big, like, religious type person, but I'm a, I'm, I'm a spiritual person. So I believe, like I said, you know, the man upstairs, like I said, he going to bless you. Like I said, if you block out everything else, you don't worry about, you know, this person hating on me, that person hating on me, or you don't hate on anybody else. have um normally we do on a mobile network uh where we have like a mobile word of the week without guests um do you have a word that somebody can live by the inspiration that they're going through anything that they thought of just hold on to and keep them going um one thing i said it is it's funny and not to keep bringing up movie quotes man but uh, <laughs> but it's uh along with you know you build it and Jack Sparrow, Caribbean. Oh, I forgot Pirates the name. Of the yeah, Pirates of the yeah, Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. And so he said something there. And it, it was like um, a problem isn't the problem; it's just, it's just what we're looking at the problem. Right. So meaning that whatever, every everybody, I'm not, I'm not even ashamed to say, like we all had, you know, ups and downs or, 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 or bouts with, with certain things. It's like don't get so caught up on that. Everything's gonna work out. Like you just keep going on. If God puts an idea in your head. Get to act on it. So don't worry. Don't worry about what you don't have. Just look at the stuff that you do have. Um, I t- 
tell people uh, one thing I did personally was uh, with other businesses, I was always worried, worried about the things I don't have. But with this one, what I did different was I did an inventory of the things I do have. Like, and, and, um, and that's kind of like, I place that, I use that as my advantage. Like, before I used to always say, okay, well, I don't have any money to open up an actual gallery. Or I don't have any money to, um, to uh, you know, I don't, I don't have this form of education and all this other stuff. But it's like, don't worry about that. Like, look at the stuff that you do have as far as the, the connections of people that you made over the, over the 30 years. The, the, the way that you self-educated yourself about a specific topic. And then just go off of that. Like I said, don't worry about what you don't have. Just do an inventory of stuff that you do have and everything else will fall in place. That's, that's one thing I like to tell people, whether it's, you know, artists or just people here. Yeah. And I know one uh, one last thing I want to touch on is that we get so caught up in people not messing with whatever we got going on, business and stuff, creative-wise. And I always say to people, um, you know, God God gave you the vision. He didn't give you the vision. Exactly. So, you know, other people want to see from your perspective, but as long as you can get a sharp focus, Appreciate you coming through the Mobile Network uh, podcast episode three, my brother. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, I, I appreciate you guys for you know giving me this platform and and, um, and like I said, you know, in the beginning, man, I, I just can't wait to see what you guys got next. Yeah, I appreciate man. that. And, and like I said, I definitely want to keep it. We definitely uh, 